0: Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And
1: today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. So we touched about in an earlier video of a thing called a lexicon. I think we should actually talk about what more of that is and how it actually helps you create your world. Yeah. Uh, so lexicon
0: is a game within a game that I first heard about from Kenneth Haidt, um, who has another podcast, which I highly recommend, called Ken and Robin Talk About Stuff, Uh They are – Ken and Robin are two game – well, game publishers, really, and they create a lot of games. So really enjoy their stuff. Uh, What you might be aware of would be like Mutant City Blues, Knights Black Agents. um, Pelgrine Press is their publishing company. Anyway, he didn't come up with the concept either. He just told me about it. And I can't remember who did come up with the concept. If you want, we'll actually have a, a link to the whole thing on our resources page. So go to SkullRPG.com and click on resources at the top. Now, how to run a Lexicon game is actually pretty simple. Um, how we do it is a little modified version. So I'm just going to talk about how we do it. And if you want the full rules, go to the website. Um, so how we do it is simply this. We... Well, what is it? So the game, it's a game within a game. So when I'm ready to do a game or one of our other game masters in our group is ready to do a game. And by ready, I mean like a month or two out from this current game going away. They'll do what's called a lexicon night. So we'll all get together. The game master will say, this is the concept I'm going to run with. And so it could be anything from, we're going to do a high fantasy, political drama, I think Game of Thrones, but with a better ending. (laughs) <laughs> or we're going to do, like, a Shadow Run type of game in the future. It's going to be all heist-centric. We're going to be in Germany. Okay, great. It's just some sort of enough of an information for us to go, got it. mm mm-hmm. um, We're going to do a psionic game with Jack the Ripper. Cool. That's all I need to know. That's, yep. So then what, what Two happens? Two to three
1: lines of what you're thinking.
0: Exactly. So, But then I'm going to tell them, I'm like, okay, I need you to help me build the world. Mm-hmm. And so what lexicon is in the most formal version is you would start with a like A, B, C, D, and everybody would kind of go around and they'd get a letter, and then they kind of have to come up with something that starts that letter. That's a little crazy for us. What we do is simply this. I turn to them and say, okay, given that, what do you want to do or what do you not want to see? And so this yes. gives our players the ability to actually input into the game, and more importantly, specifically if we're going to have horror-esque elements, to say, look, I don't want torture. I don't want, you know, I don't want, um, you know, they, I'm not going to even say what I don't want because I don't want this thing to go bad, but there are a lot of elements that some people have problems with. And so if you're new to a gaming group, this, or you have a new player, this allows that person to kind of say, I don't want to do that. Yep. And then the game master can be like, that's fine. I won't incorporate those elements in because you have a strong reaction against it. Mm-hmm. Now, the advantage of it, as you know, Jacob, is it allows you to say things like, I really hate having dragons in every stupid game we play. Yeah. I don't want them. And so the idea here is that Lexicon, each of the players in the game, which is everybody for the most part, is, except for the GM, I mean, the game master, the storyteller is kind of taking notes this whole time and kind of asking probing questions. But the idea is that everybody around the table is a scholar, and they are
1: right in as far as they know. Mm Mm-hmm. So what that means is if somebody wants dragons and if somebody says that dragons don't exist, it's now this fun thing of you have two conflicting scholars. So maybe dragons do exist. Maybe they don't. Maybe dragons died out and there's only a handful left that are in slumber. Right. As the GM, it's at your discretion on how you integrate your player's feedback. Yeah, and I would say if somebody has a visceral negative
0: reaction to having dragons. Like, somebody's if, like, I hate having dragons. And someone's like, I really love
1: dragons. I'd be like, okay, we need to have a chat about this yes. because, come on. Or, or, or if it's somebody who's like a known aracophobe that freaks out with just the talk of spiders, you shouldn't incorporate spiders.
0: Oh, so don't do the Arania thing like we did in the last couple podcasts.
1: No. no, your party. If somebody's going to literally get visibly frustrated and angry at you mentioning that this is in here, don't do it. Right, yeah. So
0: anyway, so the whole point of this game, though, which is, let's just be really frank, what's really cool about it is you can ask questions like, how is magic going to be used and come up with a different way of using magic? Or yeah. how is, I mean, because a lot of, like, the dragons, versus, no one really
1: cares a lot. One, one of the examples that we had was in our... Uh, Shadowrun-type concept, which Shadowrun is like, uh, 2012 happened, and now you have high-tech with magic and dragons yeah. and all that stuff. One of the things that we mentioned was the water isn't safe anymore. There's monsters or something in the waters. So oh, in the oceans. Have, in the oceans. So now the oceans are un- unaccessible. So how do you cross water with oceans being basically monstrous.
0: Well, and then the other thing you guys added was that the, the sky wasn't safe either. Mm-hmm. So, like, really what they were trying to do is lock down the planet to say you can't
1: just fly anywhere you want to go. You can't just sail anywhere you want to go. You're basically back to... Your continent is your continent. So, the the basically, the communication between the continent of Asia to Europe to gone. North America is gone. It was a really good concept, so that really helped. Um, also, knowing...
0: Kind of what kind of like when we did a sci-fi game, how technology works, what level of technology, or when we're doing a fantasy game, we talk about are we, are we like in the high period? Are we like in the Stone Ages after a high period? Mm-hmm. Are we the Stone Ages before a high period? How are we per, building?
1: How per, uh, how many people have psionics? How many people have magic? Yeah. How do those work? Right. So we can
0: kind of create a more realistic game. But what's really nice is the game master is. You spend maybe an hour, if that, um, going through this stuff with all your players. Your players now have a buy-in the game because they help to shape parts of it. Again, they're left in the dark. They don't know exactly what you're going to do with their information, but they know they've had a say. Mm-hmm. And
1: then, um, specifically, if they want to see something or they don't want to see something. Like, one of the things that we had was, we really want to see a mystery. Yeah. So now you know, oh, hey, I have this two- to three-line idea, but I now know... They want an overarching mystery to solve or something like that.
0: Right. I need to spin this genre with a mystery bent. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you can ask questions. Are we doing mystery like a Scooby-Doo Monster of the Week? Or are we doing mysteries like a Sherlock Holmes? Or are we doing mystery like maybe like an Agatha Christie novel?
1: Or a mix of, a, a, of them all like or something we like
0: that. And so you can kind of quickly also get uh, clarification on the genre, which is nice. Well, anyway, as the GM, you take all this information back. And now you've had, I guess, a world-building session with the four, the five, three players, whatever, that have to live in your world for the next year-ish, whatever your games are, year two, three, whatever. And what's really nice about that is it is I've found that playing Lexicon beforehand has really increased the level of interactivity and enjoyment for, the, for everybody, the players involved as well. And they're already more likely to not just play on their phones
1: mm-hmm, because and, they have an involvement
0: and if something's not going right they are also more likely to pull me aside and say hey this isn't working mm-hmm. and we can start to fix it as a group yes or if it's like me that's causing the problem like it's just not as engaging as it could be and they, and they have some ideas then i can start incorporating that like the next session
1: yeah so and it's also this nice thing of They're helping you with your imagination because as one person, you can only think of so many things. Exactly. Having different views helps you figure out. yeah. And I can't tell you how many times you guys have come up
0: with some really cool stuff. Or when our our other GM is playing and, you know, I've given him information where it's just like, oh, wow, that's groundbreaking. Never even thought of that. And the next thing you know, you're playing a game that's like half theirs, half yours with a little sprinkling of other people's thoughts, at least to say, I don't want to do this. Um, or maybe, and it really helps flesh out the
1: world. And now your players have the sense of, we helped craft this story with you together.
0: Well, and to be honest, and this is actually what I want to end with is I, as a GM, see that it's not my job to tell a story. It's my job to give an introduction. So all of us together can tell a story. Mm -hmm. And if you want to know more about how I think about telling stories and how you can link Um, your main story idea like your campaign setting to your individual gaming session or what I like to call the scene um, go to skullrpg.com and you'll see several different links just right in front of you that will talk about getting involved in a free course on how to tell your story if you're into GMing at all and you're still struggling with how do you keep your great story ideas and tell them week to week to week through months or years of play this little thing has been really helpful to me, so go ahead and check that out for free. And that is where I'll leave you. And uh, go ahead and check out the resources as well for the Lexicon Full Rules. Mm-hmm. And hope you uh, incorporate it into your next game session, um, your next planning session. is really good. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.